It's the Venus House Podcast, episode uh, 204. I don't know what is going on. We had Toya in here, but she she got lost. There she is entering the room. But hello. I mean, say what? We're starting off all crazy today. Why not? <laughs> Dex, lucky Mercury must be in retrograde or something. Maybe. You know, I blame all my problems on Mercury. <laughs> Mercury don't even be in retrograde. And I'll be like, Mercury's in retrograde. He's like, it must be. Something I'm must back. be going on. I apologize. Toy, introduce yourself. Hello, guys. I'm Latoya Shante Charleston. Some okay. people might know me as Chocolate Divinity. Hi. Uh, yes, hi. I'm a look, an up and coming influencer. Media <laughs> 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 Maven, bad fish. Not just like <laughs> you ain't up and coming. You are here, boo. Let I it go. love you, honey. You Thank are you. Here. So you call if I'm available. I'm what what Dex? I'm always on time. Oh yeah, Shanti. <laughs> oh my God, Dexers! How about Shanti getting the Lady of Soul award? All I could think about is was you watching her perform. Isn't that amazing that when my friend Ashanti performs, <laughs> oh. people always text me and think about me. Like we really are like connected forever. It's amazing. <laughs> Does she know this? Yeah. Because you stalk her, that's why. I don't think this is healthy. <laughs> and you are you are married. I don't, see no, I don't see no ring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm in the house. I took it off. You're about, about to be on the couch. You about to be on the couch, Dexter. You know she be listening, too. You got to hear it. But you know what's crazy? Though? She'll hear it two days later. And then you'll be mm-hmm. mad about it two days later. I'm like, that was two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> And here go Dexter's wife, like, come and get him, girl. Here his <laughs> You can sleep on my couch, Dexter. <laughs> but not for long, because I'm the only child. Did you take it? What? Oh, Toya doesn't know I got a man. I got a man, what? Toy. Me yep. has got a man at Hey, in Mina's house, in my bed, <laughs> every night now. Oh, and he and he nursed her, and he nursed her back to 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 health after while she had COVID, which was he got some points. That's why I'm claiming him. You know how I am. Ooh, he gonna put his life on the line, <laughs> right? Your bodyguard. <laughs> That's why I'm telling people about him. Look. You know me, I don't post them. I don't talk about them. <laughs> Sometimes I literally be dating guys and I'll be like, I used to date a guy and it's literally what I'm going through in the moment. <laughs> I feel you. You got to keep it to yourself. Ain't everybody business. Listen. Look, you can't be claiming people out here. Yes. Walker. Yes. You can't be Summer Walker out here. You got to keep it to the chest. But- she got tattoos on her eyebrow. You can't do it. I'm going to say there's claiming and then there's Summer Walker <laughs> with the tattoos <laughs> on the eyebrow. <laughs> I just don't understand, like, this kid is very young. Your parent, like, your mother really said name him Larry? <laughs> Larry. <laughs> he don't look like a Larry. He one of those where his name don't match his face. Like, Larry? Yeah, Larry. <laughs> What's that, a family name? <laughs> Are you a junior? <laughs> Can we just call you Lawrence? Because right. Larry ain't it. It sounds like it give, it's giving 70s pence. Right. What <laughs> but you look at Larry and he looked like NBA young boy should have been his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't you one of them NBA something? Right. Right. And Lil's or Young's. Yeah. <laughs> Lil Larry. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what he really looked like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, I have the coronavirus and I've bounced back. And my sense of humor is back, honey. Because for a minute, it was struggling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and and you made the turkey for Thanksgiving, you, like a citrus Oh, turkey. my God. Mm-hmm. Dexter, my turkey was so damn good, Tex- Dexter. I was gonna it, looked, Dexter. it looked, it looked, it looked. It, I was so surprised. <laughs> my, my aunt, Peter, you gotta tell us more, please. My aunt been making turkeys for 15 years. Her turkey dry every year. I tried it once and my turkey was seasoned and juicy. It's because you, it you injected it with the butter. I injected it and I based it and I put everything up in that turkey. I put, oh my God, garlic. Um, uh, onions, parsley, celery. I put uh, orange. Uh, orange glazed turkey. Girl, um, I it, put pineapple turkey. juice in there. I put apple. Listen, garlic, oh, onion, butter. That turkey was juicy. Yeah, I still got some. Y'all want I was, some? I was actually about to say, I hope. Yeah. We don't have any more turkey left. <laughs> like, I just want that to be in the garbage can now. <laughs> First of all, I hate y'all bougie people talking about you can only eat leftovers two and three days after. What? I'm eating my food to either A, it go bad, or B, it is all done. Because I slaved in the kitchen for hours. I'm going to eat this food, and you're going to eat this food too, Dexter. And you, Toya. I'm going to send y'all a little doggy bag. Thanksgiving. It right. was last Thursday. Today we're recording on Tuesday. Tuesday. That's good. Mina, Mina like Mina, I okay. want I want you to preserve your gut. We're not gonna do this no more. <laughs> this is like you said, like this, like you go to a restaurant, you'd be like, "Oh, this food was so good at the restaurant. I spent so much money on it. I'm gonna save it for five days." <laughs> well, leftovers do be when that good flavor sit in of them leftovers. Them leftovers be popping, so we ain't gonna act like leftovers ain't it. Okay. But when you throw it in the microwave, it kills all the bacteria. So what's the problem? That's how it works. <laughs> you throw that in the microwave. And the fact that you even think that there may be bacteria in it. I don't no, want I'm to just say it if there is. If you got five day old bacteria in there, you pop that thing in the microwave, that thing it's is dead. It's gone. <laughs> All you taste is the pineapple juice and the garlic, okay? <laughs> I, I'm joking, though. I mean, Tuesday's pushing it. I'm not going to yeah. eat it past today. I, I agree with y'all there, but I'm not... People talking about Sunday, that's only three days. Y'all need to stop. Eat no, I can let Sunday go. Sunday will probably be... because Honestly, by Sunday, I'm sick of it. Like, I don't... I don't even want it. Yeah. So Saturday, for me, is usually my last hurrah. And then I'm like, all right, where the pizza at? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess y'all not going to get none of my turkey then. I was about to send y'all some, but okay. I respect <laughs> it. Uh, let's get into what's in our feed because it is a mess in life. Okay. Ooh. First of all, there's a new variant of coronavirus called the Omicron, but they calling it the Omarion. I wish people would just learn how to read because this, I could not believe Omarion was trending. Y'all, it's Omicron. It's not that hard. <laughs> Sound it out. Omicron. It's yeah, not Mina, like Omarion. The, like when COVID came, like we were so depressed and like just dealing with it. We got to have some fun this time around. We might die. Like <laughs> it's Omarion. <laughs> You got a point. <laughs> like, well, damn. We ain't going out like no punks. We're going to have no, fun. No, we're going to laugh at it. 
Listen, I don't want no parts of that damn new variant. The last variant took my sense of taste. It was the most depressing thing. And and I'm just happy I got it back before Thanksgiving. That was my fear that I I literally got it back the day before Thanksgiving. And I was like, I'm I'm not trying to experiment with no new variant to see what other sense is going to take away from me. I don't need my hearing to go, my nose, nothing. mm, Nope, I'm good. When they test, can they tell you what variants you have now? No, no, I don't think so. I think I had the Delta variant because it wasn't, it, I think like, remember the first wave was like the respiratory people couldn't breathe yeah. and they had like diarrhea and it, it was more like in your stomach. Yeah. The second wave from what my understanding is, and you know, I'm not Dr. Fauci, but you know, I've, I've read a little bit. The second wave was more so like body aches and you know, like um, sense of taste and smell. I didn't get the stomach one. I heard the stomach one's the worst one. And uh, that can literally, you won't breathe with that one but i got the one that was the loss of sense of taste and smell which i heard is the more mild one but if that was mild i mean i had fever for like a day you know and it wasn't like i bought the fever down but i've never had i'm not a fever girl we keep talking about that so for me to get fever i'm like what the hell i've never i can't even remember the last time i got a fever but yeah i'm not trying to figure out what kind of symptoms this has i'm i'm over it yeah yeah I just can't sit in a house for a year again, straight. I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm just being real. So I'm going to be out in these streets. I'm going to be as careful as I can, though. Well, I feel, like, I feel like there's a surge right now and no one's talking about it. Like, no. there's literally so many people that I know in my life that have it. And it's like, I literally was just with someone on Saturday at, at the Sixers game where we lost in double overtime by one point, but I don't want to focus on it. And it was like, I was around that person. And I and, and then I was like, the, you know, two days later, I found out that person is positive. Now I'm like going down the rabbit hole. Like I just had COVID. I can't be around someone else who had COVID. I, I God forbid I have it again. I don't know if my system can deal with it back to back like that within weeks. And I tested for it and thankfully I was negative, but the lady was like, you know, normally at CVS, cause I do all my testing at CVS. The lady was like, normally I test 50 people a day and I've been getting like two people positive here and there. She's like, yesterday I got seven people positive. Wow. He's like, that's a lot in a day compared to what I've been, you know, what I've been testing. I, I think what's really scary about it too with this this new variant is that it's come and then it seems like it seemed like nobody was catching COVID for a while. And then yeah. like I feel like so many people were like, Oh, I have COVID or whatever. And then yesterday they really like kind of amped up the new one. And then today, like LeBron James has COVID. And truthfully, mm-hmm. like when I hear things hit the NBA, I get really nervous because last time it when it when it hit the NBA and the NBA did the shutdown, that's when the country shut down. Yeah. Right. I uh, remember that. That's when it, it really hit me like they shut down sports. <laughs> I just really would prefer them to shut the country down if they're going to do it. Shut it down before I spend this money on these Christmas gifts. Like, just <laughs> let me know before. <laughs> like, like, I already did it, bro. They're going to be like, nah, let them get the last squeeze of the juice out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I spent all my money. Black Friday was like four days this year. I don't understand. <laughs> it was Black Friday started on Wednesday and then it stopped on Thanksgiving to show respect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it kicked up on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday again. Yeah, yeah, and Monday. today too, because I was getting emails. I just, to be honest with you, certain places that I was looking for yesterday didn't have anything. And today they were like, oh, we got our Black Friday sale. I'm like, wait, yeah. Three and can we days. also address for some of these businesses, 10% is not a Black Friday. Thank sale. you. Like if you had a storefront, I'd egg you for that because- <laughs> Not egg <why>? you. <laughs> Like, why? You're getting toilet paper and you're getting egg because you out here playing with me. Well, no, you better, you better be careful with be careful with throwing that toilet paper around though because we, we get to that time. You're going to wish you had it, that two-ply, that charm. Right? <laughs> well, I guess I'll go to the party store and get the party paper. <laughs> but what's acceptable? Like 40%, 50%? I mean, what are we looking for? A 60? I don't If it's a sale... Like I got, I bought like a new wardrobe from Banana Republic because everything was sixty percent off. That to me is a sale. That's a sale. Like, yeah. I can't go somewhere and spend money and you're only giving me twenty percent off. Like this store is giving me sixty percent off. Do you want my business or not? Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting like don't? This ain't the time to be flirting. Don't be cheap. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hard to get. <laughs> We're past the flirt stage. All right. I only got $30. Who's getting it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> going once, going twice. Mm -hmm. Yo, I was kind of crazy this year. Like, I literally would decide what I want to get and then check all the websites. And now on Google, you can type in something and then it gives you all the prices. I love that feature yeah. across like all the stores. And I literally just type in what I want and see if the, the store I'm about to buy it from is the cheapest. Like Amazon had like a Rachel Ray set for like $90 and it normally costs like 150. And I was like, Ooh, $60. Mm -hmm. So then yeah. I typed it into Google and I see Macy's had it for $80. So Macy's I went to Macy's and got it. Yep. Macy's is king. I'm telling you, Macy's is like my favorite store. Yes. You know who has and I can't all right. All your watchers, Nina. I've been learning. I order for from Dillard's a lot because they have stuff at Dillard's that they don't have up here. Dillard's? What? Yes, Dillard's? And every time I wear See, so, Mina, she is clearly much, much, much older than we are. <laughs> <laughs> working out the Avon catalogs too. And you, don't play, because you should know, uh, Dillard. Mina don't ha has an excuse, but you live below the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, so y'all should have Dillard's, Dillard's, sweetie. Dillard's in the South is like Macy's. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Huh? It's online? Yes, it's online. And they've been like, lately, you know how they do, what, the, what, the, what is the geo-targeting or whatever? Mm -hmm. They see you looking at stuff and then before you know it, all the ads will pop up. Oh. And hey, they do, there's been having some stuff. I think because people don't be shopping there or something. Okay, but it's like, the, stuff, the inventory of the cute stuff is there. And I, and Wait, Nina, did you say Ugg Boots? Because I typed the website in, the first thing I see is Ugg Boots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Ugg boots. They used to be like it, they used to be the go-to place for Dooney and Burke bags. Y'all know what that is, Dooney and Burke yes, bags. Yes, I do know that. They were like the spot for the Dooney and Burke bags. Mm, I never had one of those either. Mm, me either. <laughs> All right, so we're worried about the variant. We're not. I'm worried because I just had it and there's a surge. I'm not. Uh -uh. I'm it's scared. It's gonna be now. what it's gonna be. I think I'm more scared now because I got it. 
than mm-hmm. I was before, which is weird. So when you got it, did you feel a little a little more at ease because you were vaccinated or no? Um, see, when I found out it was coronavirus, I already had the worst of my symptoms. Okay. So it, it was kind of hard to feel because I I literally, I, I lost my sense of taste. And that's when I said, this is coronavirus. Like this isn't, mm-hmm. this isn't something light. So, cause I was in the house, I didn't go out at all. And then it's hard to get a test now, right? You can't go and get a test on the block now. Like you gotta schedule mm-hmm. it in, it takes a day or two. Mm-hmm. So I had already lost my sense of taste by the time I actually found out I was positive. So it's hard to really like answer that question. Cause it's not like, it was like, I was through the worst of it when I knew I definitely had it, but I thought I had it. But I didn't feel like at ease that I had the vaccine or not. I just was like, damn it, I have coronavirus. Now, I will say I got through it in a week. I was testing negative within the week. That's when I really appreciated the vaccine aspect of it after the fact. Because I'm like, there's no way I got through the coronavirus in a week if I had not been vaccinated. That's just what I believe, you know? So, I mean, even like my boss was like, what, you're negative already? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, the only thing, the only symptom I had after I was testing negative was I could, the loss of taste. That's the only thing. But that's when I did appreciate being vaccinated when I saw how quickly I moved through it and how quickly I was like back on my feet. So I did appreciate that. Well, I'm thank- I'm just thankful that you're okay. Yeah. Well, I'm the only one that's had it here, right? Mm-hmm. I've never had it. Yeah, not that I know of. I could have. No, I, I think if won't. I did have it, it was early last yeah, year. I know, I know I won't get it though because of I'm, I'm a superhero. So obviously we don't catch that kind of stuff. My boyfriend says that. He yeah. says he's a superhero because he was in the house, in the bed, and didn't catch it. Yeah. And I was like, you had just gotten vaccinated. And he was like, even before I got vaccinated, I was around my friend who he was really sick, and I didn't get it either. I'm like, okay, y'all keep believing that. Oh, oh he a doctor? Is he a doctor? What's happening? He's Haitian. Yeah. Oh, they don't care. Oh, I should, oh, hey, hey. I should, I should <laughs> now it makes sense. <laughs> no, but I, the reason why, why I say that is that He's very like into food, right? So, and look, when he told me this, I'm like, I'm not taking no onion concoction, but this onion concoction worked. He had me put onions with, um, with garlic and honey in like a jar and let it sit for like 30 minutes and it creates like a juice. Mm-hmm. And he had me take a teaspoon of the juice four times a day and that damn garlic concoction, I don't know if that yeah. helped me get through the coronavirus, but it definitely helped me. And when he first mentioned it, I was like, oh, hell no. And he was like, this is what we do what my mama did in Haiti. So I say that to say that they have, you know, at least his mother has yeah, they do. a lot of like, mm-hmm. oh, garlic, onion, like natural home mm-hmm. remedies yeah. that I feel like really helped me. Like he put cayenne pepper in my um in my chicken noodle soup. And that uh-huh. cayenne had me sweating that damn coronavirus out. I, I, I do that on a regular. That's that's how you're supposed to make the soup. <laughs> like I think you're supposed to do that. My best friend though is is Haitian and he comes up with some stuff too. I remember when we were talking about taking drug tests and he's like, I got y'all. We go over to his house, he's like, drink this, you won't you won't fail a drug test. I'm like, well, what's in it? And he goes, bleach. <laughs> Dexter, he was trying to kill you, Dexter. He, was, he, he takes, he does it. Like, he, he never felt a drug test. <laughs> he that was trying to kill you. <laughs> a little bleach. <laughs> it's so funny, me, at first, when you were describing what your boyfriend gave you, like, to recover, 
my fat ass, I'm going to, mm, that sounds like a good recipe. You throw some chicken in there and get a little stir fry. <laughs> Listen, that, that little juice, you would think onion and garlic, that little juice was good. That honey, give it a little like glaze. I didn't mind drinking mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna try it on my chicken. Well, I'm so yeah, I'm sure it's a good little little glazed chicken. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, so Rihanna's pregnant again, according to the FBI, the Federal Bureau of the Internet. She's <laughs> pregnant every year. Um, and ASAP Rocky's about to be a father. And she's the national hero of Barbados. Yeah, is that a, a real title? Like that's what yeah. it is today. She, they, yeah, they're, and, and, they're, and they're getting their first president too. They have the, their independence. The oh, well, yes, because they are now free yeah. from the queen. Mm-hmm. From the queen, off with her head. Um, yes, I, I, I got it for the Rihanna thing. A couple nights ago, I was scrolling social media and I saw this video that said Rihanna is the most beautiful woman in the world. And like the video was her, she had like this plaid. I guess like lingerie set and like her butt. It was, Rihanna's like magnificent. She really is. And then today I saw this and I'm like, there is a good chance that the video posted was an old video. There is a good chance that that's old. But I don't think so. I don't think this woman's pregnant. I really don't. Like, usually when they say it, I'm like, oh, maybe we haven't seen her. She looked like a little heavier before. Maybe. I don't know. Now I'm like, how? This is probably real because I don't see it at all. Like, I don't- Rihanna eat though. Like every time she eat a little bit, she pregnant. Can she eat? <laughs> it's funny. I think people are giving more steam to this one because her best friend liked one of the posts. So, mm-hmm. but I'm like, but that could be them trolling y'all because think, yeah. y'all dummies and you're willing to just pick up anything that people throw down there. So they could be, it could be true. Or people could be sitting up laughing. But either way, if you're going to be a mommy, congratulations, Riri. Right. Well, but if I Rihanna say, though, gets this, pregnant, I'm going to feel like I need to get pregnant. And, and also, this is the most devastating pregnancy <laughs> ever because multiple group chats of mine with guys in it were sending that in. Oh, my God, Rihanna's pregnant. As if any of them had an opportunity with Rihanna. <laughs> they are upset in the group chat. <laughs> what is that about? Like, I don't understand guys, that you, either. Guys are pissed because they thought they were going to be the one to get Rihanna pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, like, no one was mad when Beyonce was pregnant. Like, I don't... We didn't, we didn't think, we, I think with Beyonce, I don't think we really thought like, I'm going to be that guy to get her pregnant. I think with Beyonce, Rihanna, you did? With Rihanna, I think that- He's the first a, billionaire. You definitely not getting her pregnant. And mind you, mind you, none of these guys that I'm talking to are even remotely famous or even have <laughs> a chance with her. Do they have a but job? She's a billionaire. That's, You're not that's about it. But it's like upset that Rihanna got pregnant by somebody else. But also, I think with Beyonce, who's also super desirable, she was with Jay Z. So it's kind of like, oh, well, of course, you know, I don't think people really look at like ASAP like that. Like, I don't think people like really give him that like credibility or respect or even care much about their relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think that Rihanna still seemed like she was on the market. Well, to some, she still could be because you know how guys like to get real competitive. Oh, you with him? Uh, let me let me show you why you shouldn't be, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why the men still have hope. 
Demons. No one cared when Nikki got pregnant. No one cared when oh. Beyonce got pregnant. All these damn girls getting pregnant. No one cares. But Rihanna and like guys are having a fit. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't. And it's not like she hasn't been dating. It's Drake, the the yeah. uh, the Muslim with the guy Muslim. I don't remember the guy. Yeah. Yeah. The Muslim rich guy, ASAP Rocky. We she's been out here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't like I feel like girls, we do the same thing. Like you might have a little Hollywood crush and then you find out they're married or they get married and you're like, oh, but I feel like with girls, the extent of it is just like, oh, he just cause he ain't meet me yet. Y'all be real mad. <laughs> no, because I think with Idris, I remember a lot of girls really got upset when Idris said he was getting married. And I think that what you were saying, like girls just still don't care. They still be like, I'm gonna have him. They don't care. Like, they really- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and no respect. Anything that Portia Williams have taught you. <laughs> and speaking of Portia, I think Mina, you're one of the people. I think you guys need to go ahead and give Portia her her apology. Why? Because you guys said that Portia's a, a man stealer. She stole that lady's husband and all this Is stuff like this. Not? And now the girl, five months later, just just a, just had a baby. So she wasn't getting cheated on. Portia can't steal somebody who was. She can't steal your man if you're pregnant by somebody else. That is yes, impossible. you can. <laughs> that was my man when you met him. You stole him when I wasn't pregnant. And that was my man. Yes, you can. But she but was pregnant. She literally opened up the door to Portia to steal him. <laughs> like you gave that man up when you got pregnant by somebody else and you were still married to him. <laughs> so, so is that why? Is that why? For lunch and then you leave with my motherfucking husband. I'm sorry, with my husband. <laughs> She need Portia needs an apology. No, because you no. met him through me. It don't matter what him and I are going through. You're Thank not supposed you. to take my man. Thank trifling, you. Girl. I don't care. Trifling. Yep. I'm Moving on. Speaking of trifling, out of all the things that we can start change.org petitions for, right? World peace, mm-hmm. hunger, stop the violence. Someone decided it was a good idea to stop. Will and Jada Pickett Smith from doing interviews. There is a change.org petition that wants journalists like myself and Gail <laughs> to stop interviewing Will and Jada because we unwillingly know too much about their personal sex life. It's too much. My only issue with this is that I wasn't the one who came up with it. This is genius. I, I support it 100%. Will, I love you, and I don't want to hear another thing about you in the bedroom. Thank ever. you. We don't all, like, really, all we asked for was confirmation that y'all like to get down with the get down. Right. That's, and that's what we get. That's what we get, though. We asked for it for years, and they finally said, you guys really want to know what's going on? We're going to talk about it for the rest of the year, and we're going to be as cringy as possible. We're get, we're, we're reaping what we sowed. No, we did not ask for all of this, though. That's it. We just wanted y'all to come out and say it to put the rumors to rest, but we ain't want y'all whole sexual profile in <laughs> y'all resume. Listen. I don't want to know that Will was having so much sex that it didn't feel good no more. I don't want to know that he was lusting after his first co-star. I don't want to know that they struggled with physical intimacy. I don't want to know. I don't want to know that Jada just wants another man. I just, I don't want to know that. I don't. Someone said on social media, I know more about them in the last two months than I found out about them in the last 10 years. I agree. Well, you know why, because he had that book to push. But I will say the only other thing I want from y'all is I want Tupac to rest in peace. Yeah. 
what happened with that? I'm every like, other day, every other day, every time her name comes up, he has to come up too. Like I'm sick of. Because she always talks about she always talks about no man knew my body like Tupac Shakur knew my body. Right. I'm just sick of it. I'm tired. Of it. <laughs> you know what happened? She's like, you know what? The way that Tupac is. I'm gonna go with the guy on Fresh Prince that got the to be the movie star. Cause you know, it's like picking the good guy and not that Tupac was a bad guy, but he had a bad guy demeanor, right? He was yes. saying what he wanted. He was an outlaw. That was kind of his persona, like this bad boy, you know, like he'll, you know, he'll shoot people for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Will's not gonna shoot you. <laughs> Will's well, not gonna shoot well, anybody for you. Like- well, we don't. What? Now I don't know. <laughs> new Will Smith might be shooting people. Who knows? Might. I don't know, child. This new Will Smith. When, he, when, the book, when, he said, Will Smith. when he said he was dealling with the drug dealers and stuff, I was, I was like, what? <laughs> right. The drug dealers? This Will Smith undone. That's like Kevin Hart shooting people in that new movie, True Story on Netflix. Gotta have a conversation with I need I need to have a conversation with Kevin because I need to know if there are bodies buried. <laughs> it was so good. He did so good. It was so believable. I was like, I love him. You thought so? I I kept waiting for a joke. I just couldn't really? roll. And then he's shooting people. And then when he choked the guy out, bro, you're like five two. That's why you can jump up on him so ten. good. <laughs> He had to jump. So you you liked Kevin Hart in this role? Yes, I thought he was great in it. And the reason why is because I went into it not expecting it to be, especially, and you know what, maybe because I didn't know too much of the premise of the movie. Like I just heard it was a Kevin Hart thing and I just went in and watched it. So I really didn't have any expectations for real, for real. But I think he did a great, it came off as believable. It took a little adjustment because I'm like, wait, but that's Kevin. But actually he's doing good with this. I don't feel the urge to laugh. I think that people who went into the movie looking for it to be a Kevin Hart movie, like like really looking for him to be the star are kind of like, eh. Because like Kevin really didn't do much in this movie, to be honest with you. It was really like the supporting characters that really kind of like did a lot. And like he was kind of there and he guided the, you know, guided it or whatever. But like, it really wasn't a lot of him. It was really a lot of like, like the supporting characters, like kind of like doing what they needed to do. I thought it was amazing. Though. I think his acting was good. I'm not talking about the acting. I just, mm-hmm. it was, I can't adjust to Kevin Hart being in a role where he's murdering people. It just, I, just, I can't, like, I can't, like the acting was good. The storyline was good. Everything was good. I'm not saying it was bad. I just struggled adjusting to Kevin Hart in this kind of role, yeah. even when he killed someone, and he killed multiple people. It yeah, wasn't like, well, I'm like, you out here murdering people? You from Philadelphia. <laughs> Speaking of Philly, I do love how, it, it, that you were actually kind of correct when you said it was less um, about um, Kevin. It really was a movie about Philly. Philly. And I love that. Like Philly was more, was just as much of the star of the movie as Kevin Hart, like just to, it was cool watching like different, you know, places that might not be as iconic, but if you're from Philly, you know it, like it wasn't just the Rocky Stairs or, right. 
or city hall or you know the mm -hmm. what the union building like yeah, because who talks about who talks about the Wells Fargo for guys on the podcast listening Philadelphia's center is the Wells Fargo Center nobody talks about the Wells Fargo Center in movies like that's just not a thing and right, it was exactly. heavily featured in that which I thought was cool yeah well, the video was locations and things like that and certain personalities although he couldn't say the name but yeah I was gonna say that Cosmic Kev is on the radio in Philly but I I was this is what I was expecting they didn't say Cosmic Kev they called him Cosmic Jack yeah but I was expecting the guy to look like Kev for some reason and he didn't I'm like who is this carbon like this fake Cosmic Kev I would have at least appreciated if the guy looked like him but I couldn't understand why they didn't say Cosmic Kev's name but they said Power 99 at one point did you did y'all peep that yeah no I missed that part <laughs> you they oh, said you missed all that part Dexter they said yeah. Power 99 the radio station which I used to work for they said that but then and they didn't say Cosmic Kev's name they said Cosmic Jack and then they changed the radio station to Wild something I didn't know I didn't understand that though yeah. I, I figured if you're going to mention the station I just in general I figured and then you're going to be in Philadelphia like why not do there's two multiple stations in Philadelphia why not do one of those stations in Philadelphia maybe I just thought that would have made sense maybe because it was I mean was it shot during a COVID season and you know Okay, but it's you, you use the Wells Fargo, which is like a real thing. Like, just I don't know, just make it make sense. Because us in Philadelphia, yeah. we were rooting for the then we see that, and it's like hmm. I at least wanted Cosmic Jack to look like Cosmic Kev, and he did not. <laughs> I yeah. thought I, I thought Kev was going to pop a Kev lookalike, and it didn't happen. Yeah, I um, was wide awake. It'd have been cool if they put Kev's son on in there. That'd have been yeah, cool. yeah. So um, change.org petition. So we're for it. Yes, yeah, Will and Jada. Okay. Although, just in Philadelphia alone, like Dex said, for people who are listening, we've surpassed 500 murders. So I'm sure there's so many like other change.org right. petitions we could create. But with that said, I'm for it. We're all in agreement. <laughs> uh, so our topic today is about Travis Scott. We've talked about this before on the pod, but you know, one of the latest victims was this nine-year-old boy who passed away, he was at the festival with his father and he ended up getting trampled on by the, the crowd surge. So the boy was in the hospital. Uh, he passed away his, from organ failure. He was in a coma. And apparently Travis had reached out to the family to pay for the funeral and via an attorney, right? And then um, the family's attorney responded saying, we decline your offer and we hope that Travis Scott starts taking responsibility for his part in this. So social media went on a rampage saying like, it's not Travis's fault. You know, what does it matter? Is it Travis's fault? And how do you feel he's going about this? Because there's attorneys involved now. He has a high level attorney, like his, the firm that's representing him was just revealed and it's a top dog lawyer, you know, and everything's being done from an attorney standpoint, which takes away the human element of it. And then not only that, but I saw online and this is just an online rumor. I didn't read this on a credible news uh, site, but I read that the offer came along with something like in, in fine print that said, if he pays for the funeral, you can't sue him later. 
how are you guys feeling about all of this? To me, it, it doesn't even, it seems like it's not even about the people who passed away anymore. Wow. For me right now, it's more so about like, and Travis Scott is to blame for a lot of how this is like playing out. To me, it's about money and him not wanting to be sued by these families. How are you guys taking this? And is he to blame? I mean, I just personally think, um, for one, I mean, I know, no offense, I'm kind of sick of this whole Travis Scott conversation and people are, I feel like it's become more of the, the blame game. It's your right. fault. It's not just one person's fault in this. It's a culmination. Everybody is culpable and this, even to the people who chose to go. And unfortunately, that nine-year-old boy lost his life. But should there have been a nine-year-old at a festival with a, a record amount of people? Right now, I just feel like people, instead of just doing the money grab and everybody passing the blame, focus on the families right. that were affected. Put the energy into that. Like, Travis is only one person. He can only do but so much. Yes, it was one of the biggest, I will say, uh, uh, like public devastations of our generation. But it, it can't just all the blame can't be on um, on Travis. And I personally think what's happening is if you notice, he's been really quiet and on the low lately. Send him out to a public event. See how people will re react to it. OK, the public says, no, what you doing out? Let's go back into retreat. And I honestly think this is what this whole Kim Kardashian and Pete, what's his name? Davidson. Davidson. I really think that's what this is about, just to kind of keep the heat off of that situation and give them something else to look at. What? You think Kris Jenner contrived Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson to take away from the Travis Scott tragedy? Yeah. I was like, where is she going with this? I was no, like, wow. I can see, no, I, I can see that too, because if you even think about it with the, yes. Courtney, with the Courtney and Travis, like, I mean, Courtney, yeah, Courtney and Travis, like engagement and stuff like that happened. And then it kind of like, simmer it down like there's no yes. conversation about it or nothing and it it does kind of seem like she's like roll this out like let's 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 direct the attention this way let's because we've seen it happen before with this family so like it's not shocking that that exactly. would happen and then watch you soon you're going to start seeing like ultrasound pictures and all kind of stuff like with with the baby because it does humanize travis and i yes, I, can see that I think think about it he doesn't even have to do this stuff the kardashian family can do this stuff so he can kind of just like sit back while yep. they do all like the work really and, and just wait until the sentiments change and I do think that there's no human approach to this anymore because right. the human approach was taken away immediately because there were law. This happened what Saturday, Sunday night. There were lawsuits filed Monday morning. Right. So like I, I'm no longer a human in this. Like I can't even talk to this stuff. The lawyer has to do it. And if he if he did send them something like, look, I want to pay for the funeral. But then the day that's coming out of his money, whether he said it to you or not, and I do think it would make sense to, to, to send something to be like, hey, look, I want to do what I can do to pay for the funeral. But like, I don't really want you to come back to me a month later. And yes. Like, that's a bit that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I that, don't know how accurate that is. That's just something that probably, the Internet is saying. Even even mm -hmm. if even if he didn't say that or even if that's just like a room on the Internet, it's still plausible though like if right. i pay for this i don't want you to sue me like i think that's crazy and i think the family looks at it like if we take this money we look crazy if it we go money. and sue him after yeah yes it's hush but money. at the family okay you if you know that most likely you will get more out of 
the a lawsuit. Well, focus on that. Don't just, oh, well, we need, I mean, there's plenty of what GoFundMe's out here. You know, for this case, people would definitely, the masses would uh, donate. So you would have more than enough for that should you not have the money yourself to cover the cost of it. But this all passing the buck and the blame and it's all Travis's fault. It's I, I'm th this got to stop. I don't think it's all Travis's fault, but I don't feel like Travis has taken the uh, a, a right amount of accountability. Mm -hmm. But you can't because it opens you up to lawsuits. Yes. But from from a human standpoint, I don't think he's taking the a, a right amount of accountability. And I think that's what the family's attorney was trying to say. You know, I mean, he even hired a spokesperson. I think it went. Le I, I think he did the wrong thing by hiring a spokesperson. I get hiring a lawyer, but he literally hired a spokesperson to go on Gail King and say, well, it's not Travis's fault. There was a whole manual saying that it's the production manager's uh, opportunity to, to stop the show and 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 it's the other person's uh, job to stop the show. But then literally in the same interview said, oh, but Travis cares about his fans. He stopped the show when he, he thought something was wrong. Okay, lady, you just said it's everybody else's job to stop the show. But yeah. then in the same interview said, oh, but he stopped the show because he thought something was wrong. Th that's really where, where I don't think Travis is completely to blame for this, but this is his festival, something he yeah. put together. He was in the room putting this together. He hired the people, Live Nation, the promoter. He was mm -hmm. involved in this in some way, right? So when you're involved in something like this, whether you physically went out there and killed and trampled these people, which he did not, you have some sort of liability and culpability oh. should something happen to the people that are at a venue because you invited them there. And so at, at the end of the day, like when when I'm on it, my lawyer, I'm sorry. No, but but I don't disagree. And I think at the end of the day, Mina, we never agree. This is so weird. We've been agreeing a lot today. The other two need to come and break this up. But I think that um at the end of the day, if this if this concert would have went down in the Guinness's World Book of Records, they wouldn't have said congratulations, Live Nation, congratulations, promoters, this, then, and third. They would have said congratulations, Travis Scott. Like right. he's going to get the credit for this. I'm sure he made the most money from this. So like when it comes down to putting the blame on somebody, it is your fault because this is your show. Like you, even if it's not like a you did this, like you have to take the the ownership of that because yeah. this is your baby. Right, and you can't be like, well, it's so and so's fault because they didn't hire security and it's so-and-so. This is your festival. You know what I'm saying? This has your your whole brand is built off this Astroworld thing. So it's like, I, I know you didn't physically go out there and kill these people. And mm -hmm. that's what the comments will say. Well, why is Travis Scott to blame? He wasn't the reason why they, they died. And why was that nine-year-old there? But you put on an event and you have a responsibility for the people that come to your event in your name. And that's why there's insurance policies that you have to take out for events like this. And mm -hmm. I, the insurance policy they got on this ain't enough so that's really where I feel like Travis and physically to blame for these people passing away but I also don't think that he has really taken accountability and responsibility for legal reasons obviously for these people losing their lives and now you're dealing with attorneys it's so impersonal for you to send an offer for a funeral yeah. through an attorney like what What did you drop legal paperwork like that is crazy to me you're talking about a nine year old boy that died whether he should have been there or not you don't send an attorney to drop legal paperwork for a funeral because that's what attorney 
attorneys do, right? The attorney's not going to get on the phone and be like, hey, can Travis pay for your funeral? No, he's going to submit it in writing because that's what attorneys do. They document everything. So it's like, it's so chaotic. I can't even believe he hired a spokesperson. <laughs> but then they're saying to me that he could have hired a spokesperson because do we know what he sounds like? Do we know? Like, <laughs> I've never heard this man speak. He could be an dum-dum <laughs> like for all we know and we've seen it time and time again and that's kind of like a misstep on us as being like the viewer and the fan because we put these people I'm not a fan of his but most people will tend to put these people on pedestals yeah and you you create them in the sense that you think they are you sit them one second down and have an interview and you'd be like oh you you can't read yeah and the next thing you know they they're in the courtroom and they're using the CBS interview with you apologizing to people or there's conversations of you calling these people directly and they're like, look, look, he's trying to buy us off. I think hiring these lawyers and the, I don't necessarily know about the, the, the mouthpiece. I think that was just yeah. a little weird, but it's I definitely, weird. yeah, but the lawyer stuff, I think you, you did right by having them handle it. Of course. Because if he did that, like those people probably would have recorded that conversation and just was like, look, look, he's trying yeah. to buy our silence or something like that. You just, I don't know, you just never know. Plus, like I said, there were lawsuits filed literally the Monday morning. People were waiting outside the courtroom like it was Black Friday to file a lawsuit. I like, would have filed a lawsuit too. I come to an yeah, event like, not thinking I'm going to lose my damn life and I'm being trampled on and y'all ain't got security up in here. I didn't pay no $40 to come and lose my life. I'm suing the fuck out of you. You, yeah, ha- you, you invited me to this and you ain't have no security here to handle these crazy ass people that are high and stuff. Mm-mm, I'm suing you. I'm suing yeah, you. So people are... Uh, eager to take advantage of this situation. And just granted, keep in mind, the same thing could have happened and if nobody died, we wouldn't see as many lawsuits. There are so many lawsuits from people who were injured because they were there and they feel like they can take it, they can take a piece of it. Those were the ones that were lined up Monday morning at the courtrooms. The people who lost their lives, I don't think that was immediately what they were worried. People lost loved ones. Right. I don't think they were worried about this immediately. They were trying to figure out what's going to happen, what they got to do or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. like people who took advantage of this situation that I think pushed him to be like, I gotta, I can't say nothing. I gotta be quiet because yeah. it's ruin me. In general, he would never do an interview though. Like say, Toya, say he really just was not a good public speaker. Mm-hmm. He, it, he wouldn't be doing any interviews right now because you're li- literally in a lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if he is gonna do an interview, it's probably gonna be after the fact, after everything is said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that, you know, did he kill them himself? And, you know, but, you know, there is a responsibility on his behalf. And it's just, uh, it's just disheartening for you to lose your nine-year-old son. And, you know, this person sends you, I'm going to pay for your funeral via a lawyer, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, which is just very insensitive and not not even just that but if if there is a situation where it's said in the paperwork that they can't sue him later i just that would blow my mind i mean think about it in in a court of law it doesn't matter what attorney he has do you really think a judge or jury are not gonna award money to parents who lost their nine-year-old son yeah. I, it doesn't even I don't even think it matters what's said in that courtroom 
their kid went there and they they lost their kid i mean even if their kid shouldn't have been there whatever you could say but a like even, even even at like um amusement parks there are signs like your child can't get on this if they don't meet yes. this height requirement there's no signs like that at a, at a at a at a festival so like therefore the kid was supposed to be there yeah I, again, ne- that shows neglect in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Legally, you know, but even if Travis Scott did nothing wrong, his name is on the festival. He yeah. created it with Live Nation and nine-year-old parents are going to be there crying their eyes. I don't see a jury or a judge not awarding them any kind of money. I just oh, don't see definitely that. definitely will. Yeah. That's whether, whether it's his fault or not, you know, he's, it, there was some neglect and negligence here definitely mm-hmm. and uh you know uh, even though he wasn't the one that trampled the young boy yeah th- this is your event you're the conduit to it right. happening so you got to take you some promoted it you know like and i think also mina we probably i think people's sentiments would be a bit different if we heard something specifically from him Hmm. but we haven't yet usually like i think a lot of people like where's your humanity like in the very beginning of it like when you first caught when this is happening you didn't think to put something out there at least he was on instagram he was on instagram live doing his statement with his head down like he was crying (laughs) oh he did do that it was bad people were like what is this they were dragging him and then he put okay, out like I'll- a statement that sounded like it was rehearsed. Is it from the beginning? He's just trying to protect himself legally. And yeah. I think that's what's hurting him. And that was probably like a Chris Jenner thing, like, let me swoop in and mm-hmm. and and manage this. But when you're talking about people losing their kids, college yeah. kids, 20 year old, 21, uh, the majority of the people who lost their lives were in college. They were kids, mm-hmm. the nine year old. When you're talking about kids, I get that you're trying to protect yourself from liability, but it's coming off as like you're just trying to throw money at the situation um and and there's no real sentiment there yeah Mm -hmm. or you're worried about the money that you could lose yeah you know instead of the fact that you know these people lost their nine-year-old son i mean Mm -hmm. regardless of whether he should have been there or not that's so hard to process yeah we'll see how this plays out i'm hungry y'all i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) this one worked over appetite talk about travis scott (laughs) toya how could they find you you can find me on ig (laughs) chocolate.divinity um youtube you can find me there as well and facebook although i'm not really on it like that but show up latoya charleston on facebook (laughs) dexa how can they find you i'll be here every tuesday on the mina's house podcast you can find me right here (laughs) thank you guys for watching mina say what thank you you. bye bye guys